You're listening to episode 175, and today we're talking all about how to create sustainable goals. I'm sharing a little trick with you. Take a listen. Hey friends, welcome back to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast where we have real, raw, and honest talk about life as mothers. I'm your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. I'm a certified counselor, personal development mentor for mothers, an author, and a published photographer. I know, quite a mix of things, right? (laughs) Becoming a wife to my main squeeze 10 years ago was a dream come true. I was on cloud nine. I was a new wife, I had just started my counseling career, and my life was organized, and I had energy to do all of the things. Fast forward five years from then, I had left my career, I was home with two babies while building my photography business, and was hardly able to keep my head above water. Despite having an amazing husband, healthy children, and a beautiful home, I felt completely lost in my overwhelm. I was burnt out, and then I hit rock bottom in my daily debilitating anxiety, and I thought, this cannot be happily ever after. There has to be more than this. And guess what, mama? There is is. I get you. I hear you. I see you. I am you. I believe that every single mother can rewrite her story no matter what chapter she's on. You deserve more than the disheveled, burnt out, anxiety-ridden version of yourself that is hardly able to keep her head afloat. It's in this podcast that I am sharing how you can do that. Every week, I'm chatting about all of the tools and knowledge that I've collected over the past few years. These are the tools that not only pulled me out of survival mode, but are allowing me to thrive in motherhood. And guys, oh my gosh, I love my life so much, and it can be you too. Each episode, whether it's just me chatting or an interview with an amazing guest, it's going to be jam-packed with content, inspiration, and heart. Are you ready to rewrite your story? Well, grab my hand and let's do this. Hello and welcome back to Same Boat Huddle. If this is your first time listening, I'm so happy you are here. Today we are talking about goals. You know, I I always tell you, I a lot of people even ask me, especially people who are starting their own podcast, like how how do you plan your episodes and how do you take notes? And I'm like, oh, I don't. <laughs> I just I literally hit record. I always have an idea of what I want to talk about. Um, today I actually do have a couple notes just to kind of organize my thoughts because if you know me, you know I tangent and just love to to talk. So today I woke up, uh, I'm ebbing and flowing, uh, trying to find my space inside of uh, a new season, Um, some transitioning happening, uh, projects coming to a close and what projects do I want to open all of it's just a fall is just notoriously this transitional period. It's that time of shedding, you know, if you really think of how it presents in nature. Uh, you can really see it's it's just it's literally shedding a part of yourself and just kind of um, turning inward before you bloom again in spring, right? So it's it's sometimes a little uncomfortable energetically, and I think as humans, we're so um, disassociated from our unconscious and our subconscious that I think we feel the discomfort but don't recognize it and don't understand it because it's on an energetic level and, and intuitive level, and a lot of us are 
not connected with that. So if you're feeling a little clunky right now, there's a lot of collective energy going on. There kind of always is really, if you think about it. I, part of me is like waiting for an end and it's like, when does it ever end? <laughs> We're humans, like we go through these experiences. But anyway, so I woke up this morning unbelievably unmotivated to do anything. And no one's going to get you to do the things you want to do except yourself. You know, you can have people kind of say things that motivate you or help light the fire, but ultimately you're the one bringing yourself to the table, right? So even my daughter said, um, so usually I I wake up in the five o'clock hour and I do, um, I'll sometimes work out. I definitely do like journaling and I do tarot cards and things like that. So when my kids wake up, I'm usually getting dressed and making them breakfast. (laughs) This morning, my daughter woke up and she, my husband and I both were still laying in bed and she's like, what is going on? Is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, just, I just don't want to. I just don't want to adult today. And I don't like that feeling. It, It doesn't feel good. Uh, so I need to sit with it and just kind of identify like, okay, without judgment. And that's the thing. I think so often, like, listen, this is going to happen. You're a human being. It's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to you. It's going to happen again. And it's really just identifying it and being aware of it and having curiosity around it. It's not a time to beat yourself up and be like, oh, I suck. I didn't work out. I didn't wake up. I'm, it, it, that's not going to fix anything. You wouldn't talk to your kids that way, right? So it's really just like, okay, all right, I see myself, I see this is going on, what do I need? And I ask myself that all the time. How do I want to feel today? What is it that I need to do? Not need to do to-do list, but need to do for myself to shift this energy. So I very often during the day, particularly if I'm feeling this type of unmotivated, maybe a little floaty in my energy, disassociated, I will often numb out on work. Like I just throw myself into work because it's it's almost grounding for me because it's structured, it's on my to-do list, I'm good at it, and it feels good in a way, right? In, in a good way, but that's not what I needed. So I grab my dogs. We usually walk around the neighborhood. We have our little two and a half mile route or route, depending on where you come from. I don't even know. Is that right, mom? (laughs) Which one is Philly, root or route? (laughs) Root sounds more Philly. (laughs) Um, So I I packed the dogs up and we went to a park that is literally down the street from my house. It's unbelievably beautiful. Uh, And I was like, I'm just going to walk. You know, I, I don't, I have my watch to see how far I'm walking. So if I walk too far, I'm not having too far of a long walk back. But I decided I just needed to get out there. And what came up for me when I was walking was I want to be the results of the inside of me, not the result of the outside of me. And what I mean by that is I think so many of us are so swept away with the external stuff. I think we're swept away with the external expectations of ourselves, of what we see, what we think we're supposed to look like, how we think we're supposed to show up. And we can really lose our footing with that, right? And it's okay to lose your footing because the only way to get footing and feel balanced is to be knocked off balance, right? So this is all growth. Like these are all opportunities. There's nothing bad in having these moments or like needing to kind of shift gears and take your dog for a four mile walk down the street instead just to, to shift the energy. This is all really good stuff, which is why I share it with you. And 
where I'm coming from is that I, I recognize when I start to kind of disconnect with myself on the inside, that everything that happens in my life that you see on the outside, whether it's my body, my home, my work, or anything I'm seeing in that regard, I want that to literally come from the inside of me, that because of how I am, how I be, this is the result. What you see is the byproduct. Instead of if I get that that outside stuff in order, then I am, then I will be. It doesn't work like that. And that's why I think we get really lost. So I know I have an episode on this somewhere down the pike if you scroll, but it's this whole idea of the have, do, be, or be, do, have paradigm. So lots of us function under the, once I have this, then, then I'll be, right? Like once, once I lose 10 pounds, then I'll be confident, right? Then I'll, then I'll be the person who works out a lot and then I'll, I'll be confident. Instead, it's recognizing when I can really click into that confidence inside of myself and not attach it to something external, you probably will then lose weight. (laughs) You know, to become confident in exactly who you are now, we're, we're releasing that weight that is not needed. We're releasing a story that is not needed and not supportive. We're releasing something that's very flighty. Uh, It's very fleeting. It is very uh, ungrounded. So it's attached to a negative belief. It's attached to a limiting belief or an I am story. Um, And that's why we can't regularly hold on to the changes we want to make in our life and how we want to be, how we want to feel, because we aren't doing it from the inside of ourselves. Many of us have not been taught to do that. We are a culture that is taught like, If you have the house, if you have the bank account, if you have the car, if you have the rich man's family, like that's literally what it's called. And if you don't know what it is, isn't that what it is? (laughs) I hope I'm not wrong. But heterosexual, man, wife, married, and a boy and a girl. It's called the rich man's family. That I mean, talk about creating stories. So if you have anything outside of that, you're not rich. You didn't, you don't, you're not the American family. You didn't make it. And it's based, but that rich man might have a real shit life and feel really unhappy at home. But it doesn't matter because from the outside, he looks rich, whether it's money or happiness or perfect wife, per- perfect life, whatever. So it doesn't work like that. So what I want to talk with you about today real quickly is how to create goals to be able to feel the way you want to feel, not look the way you want to look or have the thing you want to have or wait for the thing to have before you can feel the way you want to feel. And I'd love for you to really kind of tap into this, whether you want to start this now or begin to kind of collect information for yourself. So if if you're the type who loves to start the new year with new goals, that's a great time to do it. Actually, I'm totally lying. I don't agree with that. (laughs) I, I, and so my side note plug, I have planners that will be coming out for the new year. I have them into the printer now. We're having some issues with submission of files because of a technical (laughs) Mercury and retrograde BS, right? Um, But they should be available for purchase mid-November. So if you're not on my email list, be sure to get on it. Go to erinjoicementoring.com. 
Uh, you can go to freebies, select anything you want. That'll get you on my email list or just sign up for the pop-up, <clears throat> which is also listed in the freebies, but you'll, you'll see. So get on the email list and I will keep you posted on when these planners are available. There are three of them. It's the mind, body, and soul planners. Um, and the mind planner is the weekly and monthly planning. There is There are prompts throughout the planner to set goals. Now, what's different about it is that it's seasonal goals. And a lot of people try and run out of the gate of the new year. And I know like there's this exciting feeling. It's a new year, new me, right? But winter energy doesn't hold that. It's still time to be inward. So you can work on that new you, but you have to like, you have to nourish that soil first. So um, anyway, I just as a side note, I think that those big action goals meaning like the external action, like working out and um, maybe something physical with your house or changing jobs, things like that. I personally feel they align better in the spring energy. Now, with that said, we have cycles. We have the, um, the cycles of the seasons outside of us, but you have internal cycles too, especially as a woman. So you have your own clock. So just I just encourage you to kind of really pull in inward again, which can be hard if you haven't ever in your life or in a long time to really identify like what is feeling really aligned with my energy right now. There are always really, really important goals to work on but they're not all going to be hugely external. And again, if that feels uncomfortable to think about, look at the seasons. You know, in winter, nature's doing nothing. Literally, it's literally sleeping for months, but there's a lot of beauty in that. And because it does that, it blooms so fantastically through the spring and summer. You can't be in bloom all the time. You can't be in summer energy all the time. It's when you really burn out. So just keep that in mind as you're kind of figuring out your goals. And so let's do this through steps. So the first thing I want you to do is ask yourself, how do you want to feel in your life? That is going to be your gauge. That's going to be your barometer. And you, you're going to want to check in with this regularly, again, seasonally. Like in winter, I'm, I personally am not feeling like I want to be taking vacations and having lots of dinner dates with friends and things like that. This is, I really crave that inward energy. This is a time that I want to, you know, be nourishing my different routines that are um, slower and softer. It's when I want to be spending a lot more time with my family, maybe reading more books, like smaller goals like that. And maybe self-study goals like, um, taking a tarot course or learning more about my Enneagram type, like those kinds of goals are really nourishing during those times of the year. Whereas summer, this is when I'm, I'm like, let's let's uh, have goals on connecting and getting interviews for podcasts and networking with other women and, and go to some type of networking event and um, doing a community, community service kind of thing. Like they're much more, bi- they're bigger or like a body goal. Like I'm gonna, I did a 40-day um, goal this this year in the summer where I did um, 40 days of bar three straight. And I don't think I would want to do that in the winter, but it felt really good in August. I would tell you that. Okay. So how do you want to feel? So do you want to feel confident? Do you want to feel strong? Do you want to feel peaceful, relaxed, connected, alive? And if you need help kind of identifying how did you want to feel, go ahead and go to a list of core desired feelings. You can find them anywhere. Just do a search. Um, something can come up and really just ask yourself how you want to feel. 
if this feels really hard for you, then I want you to kind of maybe work backwards. And, you know, if you're someone who uh, I'm, I'm just I'm going to scapegoat the body goal because I think it's so relatable and a lot of people have it. But if you're someone who's been like trying to have um, some type of fitness or lifestyle body goal that you kind of can't get to. Be, and you don't know why, like ask yourself, ask yourself why, like, why is it that you want to lose 10 pounds? How is it that you want to feel? Maybe it's because you want to feel confident in your body and you're, you're tying it to likely a limiting belief or an I am story from younger when you were younger. So I am not lovable. I'm not worthy unless I'm thin. So because I don't, I don't feel like I'm thin right now, I am not lovable and I am not worthy and I sure as hell don't feel confident because of that. Okay. So if that's your story, if that's what you are saying to yourself, you're recognizing that this external part of me, if I look different on the outside, then I will feel confident. So see how that's backwards from what I said just a little bit ago that you're we're kind of working backwards once you have lost the 10 pounds then you'll be confident but really once you feel confident it's very likely you will lose 10 pounds as a byproduct because you're going to be functioning very different as a human and you're going to be functioning from the inside out and i have seen this happen with women i have worked with in my program that they will even tell me i want to lose weight And they don't lose weight when they're working with me. But a few months after they're finished my program, they have lost weight. They're still working. They still have their goals of working out and doing things like that. But they've they're functioning from an inside out approach now. And they might not even realize it, but they've done that inner work. And now all of a sudden weight is falling off. And it's like, oh, look at that. Not like they're sitting around eating potato chips and all of a sudden they're losing weight. It's not a magic pill. They're still getting up and, and setting goals to work out and doing things like that. But they're coming from a place of worth and a place of confidence and a place of knowing. And because of that, it's much easier to have a sustainable goal and sustainable actions to work towards that goal. instead of And it's an abundant place as opposed to coming from lack because I'm not enough because I'm not lovable enough because I'm not worthy enough I need to lose weight then I need to take these action steps to hopefully be able to be confident and that's why a lot of us fail at those different goals so so in that working backwards of like okay I've been trying to lose weight for a long time because I want to feel confident okay so that's how you want to feel is confident how can you feel confident? What ty- And this is where now you want to brainstorm things. What different types of things? And you can do this for a few different feelings if you want, different ways that you want to feel. But brainstorm under those feelings, what are things that would make me feel confident? And start listing them down. Maybe um, being able to wear a certain kind of clothing or... Um, having a strong relationship with your significant other or taking on a hobby that you feel really good at or you know taking pictures things like that what makes you feel confident being able to run um I don't know I'm thinking off the cuff so think of the different things like what does confidence look like you know and if you're having a tough time just kind keep coming at it from different angles think of other people that are confident in your life what is it 
What does confidence look like on them? So you're not trying to be other people. That's really important. So when you see that Sally conquered her 75 hard and she looks really great and she looks really happy, I want to be like that. I'm telling you right now, you're not going to complete that 75 hard because you're coming at it from an outside in instead of an inside out. Okay, so really get clear on how you want to feel. Brainstorm different actions uh, that can come underneath that. And those can end up being your goals. You know, feeling confident in um, how I run my household. I feel confident, um, you know, confidence. Confidence looks like holding my shoulders back, um, being being up and dressed for the day, um, having all my emails answered, getting everyone to bed on time, having a set routine that I'm a part of all the time, right? So then those become your goals, not losing 10 pounds. You might in the process, but it sounds like maybe it's a lifestyle change completely. So from here, and this is where goals can be a little different, is that like some have really big goals, right? So you could have this huge goal of I want to leave my job and start my own business. If that happens, if that's like one of your goals, I want you to really start from a top down, you know, from, um, uh, you know, you need to have a website. You need to, do you need to hire a team? Do you need to create a product? Do you need to, um, figure out what services you're offering, how much it would cost, a social media plan, a content plan, all, all of those things, right? So there's a million steps to this. So what you want to do is really break it down into smaller goals. And then those smaller goals can be attached over a series of time. So you could, if we're talking about a year, you can then attach all of those goals to a month. Come up with 12 different goals over over the year and assign them to a month. Inside of that month, so if January is content creation, then each week, break it down now into four smaller goals. You know, week one could be, um, researching different content creation things. <laughs> That's a technical term. I'm not sure if you're aware. Um, but there are a lot of people out there that offer like content creation, th- right? And then week two could be brainstorming um, the umbrella of content, like my pillars of content creation. And week three could be um, coming up with a list of pictures for the content creation. And then week four is outlining it and coming up with a schedule. You ha- Now in one month, all your content creation is done. And each week, then you break it down even further. So if week one is researching different content creation calendars, you're going to schedule that into your planner. And you're going to put on, you know, if you feel like I need a good a solid two hours to do this research, you're going to schedule in on Monday afternoon from one to two research content creation. And then you're going to do it. You're going to do it again on Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. research content creation. And you're going to gather all that information and then be able to use it for your action steps for week two. Okay. So here we are, this huge goal of I want to start my own business. That feels very daunting, right? I want to lose weight. I want to I will physically just want to, I want my whole lifestyle to look and feel different. These are massive goals. And I feel like we create them again from the outside instead of the inside of how we want to feel. We just think that's what we want, right? 
And then we have the big goal and then we're like, okay, I guess I'll just start working out every day and eating different every day and drinking a lot more water than I'm used to drinking. I'm going to start this business and I'm going to feel super inundated with like, oh, I need to do a website and oh yeah, content creation. And you're, you kind of like are really inefficient with your energy because it becomes very graspy energy pulling you in a million different directions. So you want to, how do you want to feel? What is the big goal? Break it down if you need to. And then you're going to break it down further into small action steps to schedule into your week. So if your goal is to have like a completely different lifestyle, let's say you're 30 pounds overweight, you um, aren't very active, you don't move a lot, and um, you have like no structure with eating and you kind of let yourself eat anything and you never drink water and you drink too much coffee and alcohol okay and you've gotten to this point of I want to feel in control of my body I want to feel strong and lean in my body I want to feel confident in my body you're going to be doing that inner work you're going to be using those affirmations say saying I'm lovable no matter what I get to choose how I want to show up today you're going to be doing that inner work and really feeling what it feels like to be that already you don't need to be 30 pounds less living a completely different life to love yourself and to feel confident and in control of your body okay so that's the main work that you're going to be doing and you're going to have those action steps in your planner you're going to be doing your affirmations you're going to be choosing your mindset you're going to be watching what you say to yourself and then you're going to know that i can't change everything overnight so i'm going to break this down into small action steps and for the month of january i'm going to focus on my water intake I drink eight ounces of water a day. So for the first week, I'm going to work on drinking 16 ounces of water a day. The second week, I'll be focusing on drinking 32 ounces of water a day and so on or 24. I don't know. I'm not great at counting by eights. (laughs) Those times tables were hard for me. So you're going to break it up like that. And then maybe we are month two, February, you're, you're thinking about, let's see how I can begin to shift my movement. Okay. All the while, you're loving yourself anyway, and you're learning to feel confident anyway. And this stuff then becomes easier because you're doing this for yourself. You don't care what your friends have done for their exercise or lifestyle changes. You're, you're finding what feels good for you and doing it in increments and little steps. You're creating measurable goals and small action, sta- action steps. Those small action steps are what is going to create the sustainable change in your life because so many of us again create that really big goal from the outside I think this is what I want let's do it and there's there's no sustainable action steps and I know that we want instant change and that's what's really hard we decide one day I want to look and feel different and then we like we're gung-ho for a week or two and we fizzle out Another thing that's really important to remember is that it takes 66 days on average to create a habit, 66 days. So that, I mean, like this, it's hard. I'm telling you right now, it's hard. Like this is where mindset and choice has to come in. That if you want to be like, if you want a totally different lifestyle and you've lived your whole life the way you're living now for the most part, and you want to change it all and you and you feel really excited about it and you're you're gung-ho for 40 days like I was with my and it was that was more of a challenge than like let's just change my lifestyle because I that is my lifestyle but I stopped after 40 days 
even though I did it consecutively for 40 days, that one day off, that one weekend off, you kind of have to start over. So then start at one again to move forward. And that's really hard. And it's just kind of showing up and being like, yeah, okay. Uh, It took me a long time to create the habits I'm in that I don't like, that I want to change. So it's going to take me a little while to shift them. And you'll get there. It's just a matter of trying again and again. None of it is failure ever. It's just feedback. Like, okay, what do I need to do different this time? And knowing you will get there. Okay. So the biggest thing though, that I really want you to recognize is that the change that happens in our life truly comes from the inside out. It is, it is the realization of, you know, of just realizing like you, you have so much choice in how you want to feel. I know there's a lot going on in the outside world in, in, um, in layers, like within our immediate families, within our extended family, within our community, within the world, it it just kind of like trickles out and there's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of influencing, but our anchor is ourself. And when we lose ourself and truly knowing intuitively and just, just that knowing of what we want, it is much harder to be pushed aside and pushed off balance. So if you are someone who also recognizing like, gosh, I make goals and I never like reach any of them. I never do any of them. I think of them. I get excited. I don't do them. There's a million reasons. Like we, there's personality things, there's uh, environmental things. And, and again, that's all outside stuff. So it's really coming in to learn who you are, coming back home to yourself and acknowledging what is it? How is it that I want to feel? It's a beautiful blue jay that just landed outside. Oh, I love that so much. I wonder what the symbolism is for that. I'll have to look it up. But just know that you have that power within yourself to choose yourself again and again. And just like me, I'm sitting in a time that I'm feeling a little influenced by external stuff. I'm definitely feeling pushed around a bit. And that's that moment that I realized walking this morning, I don't want to be the product of what my outside world is. I want my outside world to be the product of me. And I have that choice. And it's okay to get knocked off for a second or a minute or a day or a year or years. We always have the choice to come home to ourselves and choose again. And I tell my children that all the time. You know, we as humans, we have ego And we are going to say things to ourselves that are not nice, but you get to choose again. So my kids and I, we work on affirmations every morning in the car and I remind them that it's okay if today you think, ah, I'm so dumb or I made such a bad choice or anything like that. But then you get to choose again and you get to say, wait a minute, I'm not dumb. I am smart right? Choose again. Nothing is written in stone. But remember that nothing is written in stone. So it's that consistency and showing up again and again for yourself. Okay. So this is a lot of inner work, which is hard because you can't see it. But always ask yourself, how do I want to feel? Remember that you want your world to be the product from the inside of you. You want your world to be the product of you, a reflection of you. You don't want you to be the reflection of your outside world. 
You're giving away your power when you do that. And then just the easy concrete steps of building goals, brainstorm actions and goals that fit to the the feelings that you want to feel in your life. Design goals from that. Align them with the season. Align them with how your season is, how you are feeling. Break those goals down into smaller, more attainable goals. And then break those down into action steps that you can add into every week and schedule it into your planner every weekend. And you can get the Mind Planner on Amazon <laughs> in November. So I will let you know when that's available. And that's all, my friends. I you You are a beautiful human and you have so much power within you and within your mind and your heart. And you can literally make your life look any way you want it to look. But it does take work. It takes choice. It takes persistence and choosing to f- to feel the human experience, which can absolutely be uncomfortable sometimes. I'm in it. I'm, I'm human. I feel it. Okay. All right. Have a good one. Treat others the way you want to be treated. I will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Hey, guys. Before you go, we have a couple favors to ask. Leave a rating and a review. Your ratings and reviews tell the podcast people that this podcast is worth listening to and then they help it get to the people who need to hear it. Also, don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Erin Joyce Co. I love seeing which episodes you love and you also get to help me get the message out to other mamas that life can be pretty amazing. And if you're not a part of my free Facebook group, be sure to join. It's called Same Boat Huddle. Kind of easy to remember, right? It's the safe space to connect with other women just like you and to also get even more of me. I can't wait to see you there. That's it. Don't forget. Treat treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a great week.